Welcome to the Build with Brabeck podcast, where we dig deep into real, raw, and honest conversations with people that are making moves, making change, and making their own version of their very best life. And teaching you how to build the same. Covering all things health, wellness, anti-diet culture, body positivity, and so much more, here's your host, Amanda Brabeck. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Build with Brabeck podcast and happy Thursday. I hope that you guys are all having a lovely week. I hope that you enjoyed last week's episode. Ashley is just a joy. She's a gem. Um, And I'm excited for you guys to listen to this week's episode because this happens every time I go to record. I like forget my phone is on, um, like the sound is on, like a loser, like an unprofessional loser. And I'm not going to edit it out because you know what? As you could hear in last week's episode, I'm not in a fancy studio. I'm not trying to fool anybody. Um, Okay, let's just jump right in. Highs and lows. My high, as I sort of alluded to um, last week or the week before, I started a new job on Monday. So um, definitely a big change for me. I'm going back to a corporate setting after two years of doing full-time fitness and like part-time marketing stuff. Um, So definitely a big adjustment, but The team seems amazing. The company seems amazing. So I'm really excited just for like this new challenge and this new journey. And I definitely am going to write like a blog post on the blog that I have totally abandoned since I started this podcast, but it's on my list. Okay. It is on my so, so long of a list, but I think the best way to sum it up is that Life is not linear and dreams can change, your direction, your journey can shift and adjust. And this last year was really, really hard and really unstable for so many industries. But, you know, personally in the fitness industry, it was really unstable and it was unsettling. And um, it also just like taught me a lot about what is important and I think at this time in my life, I want a job where, you know, I have that stability and I can like really work towards my future goals in my life by having the support of like having benefits and having that um, like more steady income and even just being able to really prioritize um the people that I love in my life. Like I think that it's such a grind and I have so much more respect for everyone in the fitness industry or really doing anything where you're kind of like on your own um, because it's a grind and you do have to sacrifice a lot. Like there's a lot of saying no to friends, missing out on family events and all of that. And while, you know, there is that like necessary grind if you want to like advance and get to the top and all of that. Um, But this last year like really showed me where my priorities lied and I want that flexibility. And I think that that is something that I thought I would have, 
doing um like leaving corporate and doing full-time fitness and the truth of the matter was that just because I had some extra time during the day didn't necessarily give me flexibility to like prioritize time with loved ones um so that's like high level I guess why I'm doing what I'm doing um but I mean I'm also excited to like use that side of my brain a little bit more um and like I was still doing marketing um a little bit on the side. So it was there, but still just a fun, exciting new change. And I'm still going to be doing the podcast every single week. I'm committing to that for sure. Um, I'm excited to like do this, you know, during the nine to five hours and then be able to like focus on my own creative stuff or teach some classes on the side and all of that. And my low is pretty simple. I just, I miss the EBF fam because I decided to take a little bit of time off while I adjusted and I'm a people pleaser. So I absolutely hate when I feel like I'm letting people down and I do sort of feel like that right now a little bit. Um, and the training team and the leadership team was so supportive. Like, I couldn't have really asked for anything better um, in terms of like reactions when I told them that I was like cutting my back on my schedule and focusing more on this um, new journey. But it still feels like, you know, I'm letting down the team and I'm letting down all the clients and, um, you know, saying no to people that reach out about starting training with me, like not really taking clients right now. And, oh, I just hate it. But that is my own ish that I need to like work out anyways. Um, and it does feel good right now to be prioritizing myself and like taking that time off this week. So I had like an opportunity to have like a morning routine that didn't have to begin at 4 a.m. to be able to do anything for myself before I start the work day. So like that felt really good this week. Um, yeah, that's about it. Um, I'm excited for you guys to listen to this episode. Uh, Mariah is a very successful entrepreneur. Her wellness tracker Um, I've tried it myself and it's really cool and a really low price point. I think with the discount that she's giving, you listen to the end, if you look at the show notes, she's giving a 30% discount. So it's like a monthly subscription. I think it'd be like less than $5 a month or something like that. So not anything crazy. Um, But she explains everything that it does, everything that it is. It's so great. I do just want to talk about in part of the episode I made a comment about don't do keto and while she is like science-based, she's not a dietitian. So uh, I don't know. I mean, you guys just, you know how I feel about diets. And if that little chunk of time in that interview rubs you the wrong way, then like, I'm sorry, but I stand by 
I mean, I don't even say anything crass. I don't know why I feel like I need to say anything right now, but like I stand by what I said. Um, diets don't work. And if the keto diet is quote unquote working for you right now, then that's great. But do you think it's going to work for you for the rest of your life? Do you see yourself cutting out an entire macronutrient, an entire food group for the rest of your life? And if you do, how do you think that's going to affect your social life, your relationship with food? Um, it's not sustainable is what I'm saying. And it's literally, it's not out of hate. It's not out of judgment. It's out of love because the feeling that you have when you have freedom with food is the most amazing thing in the world. And I just want you to experience that and not feel the need, like you need to be cutting out and counting your food and making it into numbers. Like that's not what I want for anyone. And I think that most dietitians would say the same. And that's not on that. All right. Enjoy the episode. It's a good one. Um, like, share, subscribe, all the things. Um, if you have any suggestions for guests or topics, please send them my way. Seriously, send me a message on Instagram, text me, email me, all the things. All right. Have a great week. Enjoy. I am so excited to bring a little science to the podcast. We talk so much about health, wellness, and fitness, but let's get down to the details. Today's guest is changing the game of wellness trackers. She has developed the first at-home wellness tracker that uses your own pee to provide personalized insights and recommendations unique to your body. Her product also tracks your hydration, pH, ketones, kidney and liver functions, and so much more. Not only does she have a Bachelor's of Applied Science in bioengineering, she was also named among the top 10 CEOs in healthcare in 2018. Since then, her company has been growing rapidly, and I can't wait for us to hear all about it. Welcome to the podcast, Mariah Typhon, CEO of Vivu. Hi, how are you? Oh my God, that was an amazing intro. Thank you so much. <laughs> so humble. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You're doing amazing things. So don't be humble about it. How are you? Good, good. Uh, these days are, you know, everything is getting back to normal at least, right? Yeah. Slowly but surely. Slowly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm good. How are you? Awesome. I'm good. Same here. I mean, it's been a slow road, obviously, but... I think we're slowly starting to see that light at the end of the tunnel get a little closer and closer. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I have my vaccine appointment this week, so I'm like oh, perfect. feeling so positive and hopeful with that. But yeah, well, let's get right down to business. So why don't you tell us about Vivu, give us a lowdown mm -hmm. on what it is, how it works, and why we need it. Um, you clarified it perfectly, but let me just run through again. So <laughs> Vivo is a wellness app uh, that guides uh, people like us to a healthier lifestyle based on our body's needs. Mm -hmm. And it uses urine data to, as you said, pee data, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to understand what's going on in the body. So uh, urine is an interesting sample. Of course, it's not comprehensive as blood, but 
it is something we dispose maybe five to six times a day, flushing all that data going. And uh, with people, we are trying to save that data, turn them into uh, metrics and actionable advice so Mm -hmm. you can actually uh, do better in terms of your health and wellness. Yeah. 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 And like you said, obviously blood is like a more comprehensive indicator, but like it's such an easy test to just do at home. It's so much more accessible, especially if you are afraid of needles. <laughs> Which Correct. I also, like there is a lot of thing in urine uh, that you can measure instantly uh it was surprised at the amount of data i think there are like four thousand metabolites uh, existing in urine that gives information about our body and uh i think in stool again there's like almost four thousand data points in saliva close to like 3500 yeah so when you think about these different samples they're pretty rich with content and beauty of urine is it's filtered through kidney so uh we're seeing actually what is extra what is this post right uh, which indicates a lot with uh, correlates with the blood work uh, for levels like hydration levels your uh, calcium levels magnesium levels yeah yeah um so let's talk about why having this information is so important and how it can impact your day-to-day and your overall health um like the actually the answer of the question is why we started this business Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm a quantified self myself Mm -hmm. i've been using all these trackers um some tests like genetic tests blood tests gut tests i did it all and the purpose of for me to do these things is actually to understand what's going on in my body and that's the fundamentals of you know bio tracking right bio hacking mm-hmm. yourself to yeah. see different patterns that's going on in your everyday life that you cannot like with our limited ability to understand the world around us that we cannot see uh, these trackers help us to see them visualize them through uh, mobile phones and then yeah. we can take action to live better be more energetic um it, it can be like people's drivers are different some people wants to get pregnant some people wants to lose weight some people yeah. want to just wake up more feeling more energy in yeah them. yeah yeah so we will come came up like that we wanted to create a test that doesn't have require to collect your data at home mm-hmm. and send it to lab like put in an envelope right right in a cup <laughs> so you can just take it your, at your home in your comfort in two minutes and all your data will be on your phone instantly yeah and yeah like you said it's so much more accessible and the like barrier to get it is a lot lower like there are definitely are those tests out there that you can order from like sites like everly well and stuff yeah <laughs> amazon you can do like hormone testing diet uh like allergy yeah sensitivity like all that but you have to pay i mean a decent amount of money depending you know on what you think a decent amount of money is and wait for it in the mail but this one and i've taken a few of the tests it literally is ready so so fast in minutes right so that's another point you really highlighted like these tests are expensive like in the market yeah. uh, and because I'm, I'm a quantified self like um, 
my wallet broke because of these tests. I know myself. And that's a part of the people's vision. Uh, we're mm -hmm. not just creating accessible, easy to use, understandable products, but affordable should be also the key. Because yeah. when you look at the healthcare system in the United States at this point, it's pretty broken. So uh, people are trying to invest that's, in that's their being generous. <laughs> <laughs> people are trying to invest in their well-being to mm -hmm. prevent to go to hospital, basically, right? And right. when you look at the wellness space, they're also expensive. So uh, we're trying to disrupt that as well. Like a test starts from two, $2, right. uh, which is like a cheaper than a, I don't know, a big, a big bottle of water. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I love that it's um, kind of something that you can use like a few times a week and see, actually like start to see patterns in like your behavior and how it's affecting your test results and you can almost use it like in tandem with like any of the other fitness trackers that you use like if you have like the whoop band that does like your recovery points or even like your fitbit and tracking your activity levels and stuff so i think it could really just become a part of your everyday That's routine the fun part yeah to like see all the small things and how they affect your body like right. let's say you have this amazing salad like full of fiber vegetables amazing lunch then you take a test and you'll see your ph is like optimal your hydration level is perfect yeah then try to have a couple of like a glasses of like whiskey I, I i did all of these like then you see all your ph crash you're dehydrated like it's so funny small oh that is funny yeah. <laughs> yeah it would be interesting to take a test like after a night of like drinking and eating like not so nutritious foods and yeah. really see the difference um okay well let's talk a little bit about all the different things that it tests for and why they're important what it means so let's start with um the ph level so the first test i took it said that my ph level was slightly alkaline so mm. what does that are you mean vegan or are you eating mostly vegetables um yeah i i like have started to incorporate mm. some more animal protein back into my diet just because i moved in with my, with my boyfriend and it's a lot more difficult to <laughs> maintain um but i was eating like a mostly like pescatarian diet Mm -hmm. for a few years um but yeah what does that mean the alkaline and why should we be looking at this um so uh, we would we, we would try to get you to a point of which is optimum it's like slightly alkaline but you're probably above slightly alkaline uh, we're seeing that a lot in um in vegan or vegetarian uh, mm -hmm. customers uh because they eat a lot a lot of uh, food that are alkalizing their urine uh, right. what we're looking for is an optimal acidic is also a huge problem most of our users actually have acidic urine oh. uh, due to the uh, sodas they consume high protein diets uh, mm. animal sourced high protein diets and in long term you will be seeing it affecting your uh, from chronic diseases to kidney stones like there are a lot of mm. uh, outcomes can come up uh, that's why it's important. So, for example, if you have an acidic urine, we will would recommend you to eat more, introduce more vegetables into your everyday routine, uh, uh, to your meal plan, or it can be some fruits. Uh, it's so interesting. Some people think like if I eat an orange, it will acidize my urine, but <laughs> it makes opposite effect uh, through the body because it it goes okay. through all of your digestive system. Yeah, right. it, it, sometimes we will help you to introduce some citrus into your diet to alkalize your urine yeah 
Yeah, I know. I mean, it, and it just kind of goes back to what we were talking about before, where like, what a simple thing. Like I saw that and then it gave me even like tips and suggestions of like, okay, so maybe try eating these kinds of things for like in your next meal or your next few meals and see if it evens out a little bit, which it did, which was really cool. And it's like rewarding to be like, look what I did for myself, you know? Um, yeah. And I feel like so many people, especially like there's so much information out there. It's hard to know like what diet, I mean, really you don't need to be on a diet, but like what diet or like food kind of plan should I be following? So I think that definitely is helpful um, in terms of in that. Vivo, we, we want it to be like a diet, diet, I will say equal, if that's the right word to say, because yeah. people have different lifestyles and we totally yeah. respect that. Inside those uh, diet choices, we're trying to recommend the best options. So if somebody is doing a keto diet, uh, there are so many articles that says you should do it. Someone says, no, it's killing yeah. your heart, right? Like, yeah, it, it's still something that is, be, that Don't is do it. still be discussed. <laughs> <laughs> be discussed. But if our user is making keto, we are giving all the advice around keto, mm-hmm. uh, but we don't say eat bacon, like right. the, not the bad side of keto, like trying right. to totally. help them to go to good good keto. So same for vegan pescatarian, like uh, all your yeah. advice will be tailored for those. Yeah. Not, uh, for, for those diets. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah, like you were saying, a lot of people when they're doing, I mean, that or, you know, anything else, sometimes they're not even doing it in like a very healthy way. Like you were saying, choosing those really, I don't know, like, high fat cholesterol process all that those kinds of foods and they might just have no idea because they're like this is i'm following the diet like this is what i'm supposed to do so those little tips can be so helpful and evening things out a little bit um all right so let's talk about kidney and liver function what exactly is the test looking for why do we mm-hmm. want to look for these mm-hmm. things? What can we do? Of course. Uh, let, let me just clarify. We're not measuring like kidney health directly or liver health, yeah. but it, it tracks uh, some metrics. For example, in kidney, it tracks proteins in urine, mm-hmm. which shouldn't be there, but it can be present, present uh, let's say, when you make a heavy exercise or even small amounts can be mm-hmm. tolerable. Uh, high amounts is not good and dangerous. Uh, maybe like uh, your score is... If if it's below six, then it should yeah. be alarming you. Yeah. Uh, for li- and for kidney, uh, again, even though, though there are small amounts of protein, uh, we will still guide you to maybe reduce your salt consumption, uh, maybe to go to more uh, plant-based protein sources, etc., to protect your uh, kidney overall. Yeah. For liver, we are measuring bilirubin and urobilinogen. Two uh, metabolites comes from. Uh, our liver and uh, there shouldn't be ex- again there shouldn't be in urine mm-hmm. in the normal situations and if there's like if they're there we will try to understand hey why why the, can you moderate your diet in a way that you will have a better lifestyle and if we see repetit- repetitively then we say users hey it's like happening multiple times then you can go consult your health advisor right yeah right so what are some things that people can do like what are some of the tips that the app would give if those numbers are looking kind of high um can be 
like literally you could uh, let's create a persona uh, mm -hmm. like like a like me I'm, I'm a woman I'm 28 mm -hmm. I'm doing uh, let's say uh, uh, lactose-free pescatarian diet like mm -hmm. specific. and I don't have any chronic diseases but there's like protein present in my urine uh, so the apple probably helped me to uh, again uh, reduce my salt consumption it can warn me about my exercise routines because it knows that I do heavy exercises sometimes mm -hmm. not heavy I watched your Instagram just like you yeah some days it's heavy some days is a little more moderate Yes. love it but anyway it's fine and um, like things like these or let's say mm -hmm. i have a small amount of white blood cells in my urine or utis it will probably recommend me to do prebiotics antioxidant mm -hmm. uh, like yogurt antioxidant rich foods maybe some berries yeah uh, maybe some teas yeah i love these tips too because they're easy to accomplish you know you're not saying yeah. you need to go buy these expensive supplements and do this this and that you can head to the grocery store and pick up some good produce and you know simple foods so yeah also all the advice are uh, have scientific articles behind them mm -hmm. that was something really important for us because there's a lot of information in internet like Totally. Technically, you can cure anything with anything <laughs> based yes. on internet, but uh, all of our advice are prepared by nutritionists by reviewing like yeah. tens of thousands of articles, checked by doctors to make sure that advice and article matches. So even something simple like, hey, eat uh, this fiberful vegetables because mm -hmm. this will improve this. Uh, it's because of an article actually proves that in human studies, yeah. eating this fiber rich food uh, affected this certain situation like yeah couldn't find a perfect example but yeah <laughs> no that is i mean i think it's spot on like the internet is an endless pit of information and i think we could probably agree that like the majority of it is not from you know based on any studies or facts it's a lot of people just kind of giving their opinions <laughs> so that's yeah. great um okay moving on to ketones what are those? Why are we looking for them? Mm -hmm. uh, we have a pretty big keto audience because, mm -hmm. you know, uh, ketone audience, ketosis diet audience yeah. have been already using these tests for years mm -hmm. to track their ketones in their urine to see mm -hmm. the effectivity of their high protein, low carb diets. Mm -hmm. So ketones, ketones become present uh, when you start using fat uh uh, fats become actually ketone bodies and when you start using ketone bodies as an energy resource rather than mm -hmm. a glucose right. so technically you're in gl glucose hunger your body is in glucose hunger so you started to go to your fat fuels and then that's why you start burning fat and losing weight right. and that's the goal i think uh, initially goal in the ketosis diet right <clears throat> so um, that's something that our users do for weight loss or performance purposes mm. that they track mm -hmm. Okay, okay. I don't really remember what mine said about my ketones. I'm gonna look. Let's see. This is proving to take longer than I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> so like for someone that's not eating um, uh, or following a keto diet, what would you expect mm -hmm. that ketone level to be at? Uh, we, we, 
so ketone actually parameter differentiates for two different scenarios. Mm -hmm. So when you're registering, if you pick a keto diet, like a high, high protein, low carb diet, high fat diet, mm -hmm. if you pick such a diet, then your ketone parameter would be great or optimal when you have ketones present in your urine, but right. not too much in a moderate, moderate and exactly enough amount based on the Right. diet uh, uh, rules. Uh, but if you're not following such diets, you would be uh, getting the great uh, or optimum uh, yeah. score when you don't have any ketones in your yeah. urine. Because uh, normally in a healthy, balanced diet, you, should, like, uh, you shouldn't uh, have ketones present in your urine because you're getting enough, car enough carbs, enough right. fats, and enough, enough proteins. Like you're so fueling you're not your, body. your body. Right, in right. In terms of glucose right can you hear me quicker yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, perfect um yeah i had no ketones mm -hmm. detected 10 oh. out of 10 great look at me go i'm not skipping out on those carbs <laughs> all right mm -hmm. yeah you shouldn't have um yeah i mean i think we kind of touched on this already but just how um, people can use this app over time to understand and manage their body's general health. I think we kind of already touched on that a little bit, but. Um, yeah. Uh, again, like uh, our, our customers have always like different uh, goals, but the biggest driver is to understand their body's needs and second driver is to eat healthier yeah. uh, for you for our customers weight loss is coming like uh, third fourth in the yeah. like when you look at the yeah. reason they're why they're using the app so the initial goal is to see again the patterns uh, the problems improve them like something simple as optimizing your hydration can increase your performance up to 50 percent you know it like you you yeah. work with a lot of customers something simple as that something simple totally. as balancing your urine ph uh preventing uh, unnecessary infections uh yeah uh, to to increase overall well-being of course comfort of living living a long life but mm -hmm. when you're living long living healthier like yes. not getting chronic diseases these are the initial goals to like even wear a Fitbit or an aura ring or yeah. using Vivo. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, yeah. I think that, I mean, like you said, the preventative healthcare in the United States is very much lacking. Um, so something as simple as this is such a great way to just kind of become a little more in tune with your body. And then, you know, I feel like it's really interesting once you kind of like get on a good habit of, whether it's using Vivu or like another fitness tracker or something, um, like how you notice on like days that you feel off, if you did one of the tests, it probably would show yeah. you some reasons why. Yeah. Whereas before you're kind of just like, oh, have a headache today and just let me take some Advil and forget about it. And, you know, instead of getting well, to the when root you cause. just need water. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> More times than not. Um, all right. So let's move on and shift a little bit to the business side of things, because obviously very impressive young age of 28 and you were named from the top 10 CEOs in healthcare. 
Um, let's just talk about what the journey has been like. Let's go all the way back to the start and talk about why you started and what that process looks like of getting it off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always kind of, uh, kind of an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Like my first business failed <laughs> when I was pretty young. That happened. <laughs> and then I went to a startup, like as a first employee to learn how the startup business goes. Like I was pretty, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, it really excites me to building products that people will use and benefits. Mm-hmm. And like, it's kind of like, our contribution to the world right like we should be doing something and this this is this what this is what excites me yeah uh, then i went to the startup on iot space you know the google nest like mm-hmm. it controls yeah so yeah, it was yeah. the europe european version of it oh, cool <laughs> uh we were building like smart light bulbs smart air conditioning control through your mobile phone uh, that's where I learned what is like on hardware, what is software, what are the dynamics, how do they work? Because mm. as a bioengineer, I was pretty far from that world. I was mostly right. working with like cells, bacteria, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it came from organic computing to it became organic computing to real computing in mm-hmm. software and IT. Then after that, uh, I found a company uh, with, with a European Union um, grant support. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a mobile diagnostic company. We were testing cattle on animal farms. <laughs> I know it's a huge, huge uh, change. But no, I love it. <laughs> uh, so there are pretty big problems in these uh, farms like brucella, uh, salmonella. So these uh, uh, infections spread super fast. Mm-hmm. And by the time you realize, hey, is, is my cow sick? And you get a sample and send it to lab. It can already spread like half of your whole farm. So fast testing all field testing was really right. important. And we were working on that with my co-founder, but the problem was it's a, it's a big industry, uh, but what we were developing was a super high-tech pro- product. And even though it was working really well in the lab, in the field, under those conditions, you know, with mud and right. you know, people are going all over the place, it was just not fitting perfectly. And at that point, we were pretty, pretty exhausted with this market because when we look at our past, we always wanted to work with human, like human yeah. health. And we didn't even know, like, how did we come to kettles? And yes. So uh, we just uh, pivoted in, in startup language. And mm-hmm. I already worked with urine tests before in a hospital. It's the same mechanism, like you're dipping it to urine. But in the hospital labs, uh, I worked in a hospital before mm-hmm. uh, between these startups. <laughs> you put it to optical reader. And with the mobile phone cameras we have and the image processing and machine learning technologies we have at this point in like in the world's history of technology, yeah. it was like a no-brainer, hey, we can merge with this. But we didn't want to just create a product that like reads your urine test. It all it should also had to come with advice and guidance because I hate the products in the market just leaves you desperate with your data and you just don't know what to do next. Right. Like the simple example is like 23andMe and me. And like, okay, I might be Alzheimer's one day. I have one of the genes out of four or whatever. Like, and what will I do now? Like, do I have to feel right. sad forever? Yeah. <laughs> like, my, my grand grandfather had alzheimer's and i'm like oh my god am i gonna get it my 23 and me said i would like right like do you just worry 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 and (laughs) yes rather than worrying i would love i would love to have guidance or in my Mm -hmm. aura ring it tells me like you're not recovered you're not recovered you're not recovered like okay but 
will I how do I do now? that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like because I couldn't sleep because I couldn't sleep whole quarantine like what will I do now right <laughs> so rather than just uh, data and bad news I think a product should come with motivation and good news and help to improve stuff of mm-hmm. course inside the limits of regulations like we are aware that we cannot treat any disease or right. uh, diagnose anyone but if we right. have the data and metrics we can improve them by the help of technology and science totally and you know people if they're constantly like you were kind of saying before if they're constantly seeing like some um, negative or alarming results on the app over and over again, then maybe that's a great resource to bring to their doctors and be like, hey, I've been feeling this way. I've been taking these tests. This is what it's telling me. Where do we go from here? And then that doctor can, you know, mm-hmm. take them to the next steps. But I feel like that's even helpful too, because unfortunately, I think a lot of people sometimes get like brushed off a little bit when they visit their doctors, obviously depending on the doctors, not generalizing here, but I think a lot of people have experienced that before. So to be able to come in with some data and be like, no, look, it's, I'm not just imagining it. It's real. Like that's helpful too. Yeah. Like imagine how much data we are losing. Like let's say a mid-aged man goes to doctor and doctor says, Hey, your heart is super weak and you have to take this pill from now on not to have a heart attack. Mm -hmm. But if the doctor just like get the data, if could if there was a transparent platform, and if the doctor just could could just get the data of his Fitbit, his Apple Watch, his Ring, and I don't know, we would like products or genetic tests and say, hey dude, like you're not walking, you're not hydrated, you're not eating any vegetables, uh, your your genetic map right. shows there's a tendency. Uh, we should improve your lifestyle rather than taking this pill <laughs> like right right that would be a more <laughs> constructive solution but uh, yeah data stays in the user doctor doesn't want the data or doesn't get access to data so they're like two different worlds still like totally and health yeah when really they should be working together i mean that could be a whole other entire episode talking about yeah. that issue um in modern medicine, you know, um, especially, you know, people are getting paid to be prescribing different drugs and all of that, but we don't need to go into it. <laughs> um, so, um, in terms of creating the product, how did you decide what would be included in the testing? Who did you work with? What was that process like? Mm-hmm. The current test is just like our MVP in the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be introducing more tests, especially in the vit- vitamins and minerals side mm-hmm. of the thing. Uh, in, a just, in just a couple of months, I will definitely send you the new test uh, with the new app you can cool. try. Um, so we wanted to see if people actually would do this, like because I was doing it as a self-tracker person. I was looking yeah. at Amazon and seeing people, pregnant people, I don't know, athletes, uh, people with chronic diseases were using urine tests to track themselves. If you go to Amazon and look at urine tests, you will see people are actually doing this already. Yeah. So there was a soft proof for me, uh, but then we wanted to prove it in the market that, hey, mm-hmm. people are actually open to do more complex tracker rather than just wearing a wristband. And uh, they, they're they okay to understand more. They're okay to take action on. And mm-hmm. we kind of prove it with the uh, first year in our 
of us in the market. Mm-hmm. So this is so exciting. We have I think 35,000 customers, users all around the world uh, from 103 countries. That's we have so customers cool. from 53 countries at this point. Uh, users are like, for example, you're a user, you took a test from us, uh, mm-hmm. customers come to website or Amazon and purchase the product. That's right, right, right. Yeah, definitely. So it, we had reached like hundreds, more than hundred uh, countries. This is amazing. Like, and it's all thanks to like this now global world and right. shipment and fulfillment structures. I don't know, Shopify's, you know, WooCommerce, yeah. WordPress, everything. Like, you can do anything online. Our downside is like we have to also produce these tests. <laughs> so yeah. we have a hardware too. But we managed to build this amazing manufacturing facility. Um, and hiring great women to work there. And also yeah. our company, 70, 70% female. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's nice to be That's able amazing. to make the changes you want to see in the world, making yeah. yourself. Yeah. A startup gives that power. To yeah. 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 I love that. Let's talk a little bit about that when you're um, cause I feel like that's not really spoken about a ton. Obviously you had a, a vision for the product and how it would benefit people. But when you were creating your own company and on the internal side of things, what were some of the things that you wanted to make sure that you focused on and saw? Oh, that, that's a really deep, interesting question. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so like, as a CEO of the company, what ca- even picking what kind of leader you're going to be is a challenge because yeah, all the leaders you see are like, I don't know, some of like m- most of the leaders I work with was always so tough, mean, rude. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I go through a lot of educations and trainings through uh, different amazing programs. Uh, one with Harvard Business School, uh, it, mm-hmm. it was about training the future leaders and it was more like a I will say like a more like a cotton candy world, more, more, more optimistic and more helpful. Mm-hmm. And you have to find that, but like I try, I didn't try to mean rude person. Like I would, I tried it. I don't want to be that person. Right. I don't want to work with those people. But when you're super, super soft, uh, people take advantage of you. Definitely. Uh, it's so weird. Like when you get angry to something and say something like to your co-founder, like, Hey, why did you do this? she might get offended and get sad. You don't want to do that Mm because it will break her motivation. Like you have to always find a balance. Or people get defensive and then it's not productive. And it's all about human like psychology, which is super challenging to find your unique leadership skills. And I don't know, like find your weaknesses, try like uh, read a lot of books. Like uh, it's it's all a journey still going on for me. I'm still super young to, uh, I, I guess like to I'll see what's going to happen but that was one of the first things like deciding what kind of leader you're going to be mm-hmm. and what kind of uh, relationship you will have with your team second thing is of course uh female empo- empowerment because mm-hmm. I'm talking a lot of uh, male leads I'm talking a lot of uh, male co- uh, businesses for making yeah. sales for making partnerships I'm seeing a lot of men everywhere <laughs> not enough women right which is so weird like we're the Aren't we half of the world, right? Yeah. Where <laughs> are they all? <laughs> that's something we wanted to change in our team. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about equal pay. Like, that's something ridiculous. Like, that's already uh, a right. right. But I, we wanted to, when we, we wanted to be a little bit more positive tending to females because mm-hmm. they work 
harder sometimes they work more passionately like uh, uh, I'm really really proud of all the women in our team um, of course we have some males too because we have to have a tech team right yes, <laughs> We're always yes. all IT is all like full men like because yes developers and I know it's so interesting I see girls asking can we find female developers to, to diversify inside to change yeah. the like conversations inside so that's another thing yeah yeah that's so awesome and I feel like yeah that's definitely something that like we'll see more and more of I definitely think that there's more of a focus on getting females in the sciences in technology and all of that like from the bottom moving up but I mean yeah, I think right now it's still the percentages are like way more male driven than female. Um, well, let's talk about running a startup, at, especially like at your age. And like you said, you see a lot of male leaders. Do you ever feel like the imposter syndrome kind of thing? And how do you like check yourself and keep your confidence and know, you know? Of course, yeah. Like I won't lie and say no, because even though like in a good day, of course not, but sometimes really bad things happen. You get really yeah. offended for smallest things and you might feel that way. Mm -hmm. um, still though, like at the end of the day, um, sometimes worrying about things that you cannot change will just make you feel sad that's it but <laughs> yeah if you focus long term like to to make the difference in your in your heart in yourself and people around you slowly but surely I'm sure you will have an impact to change the system around you because mm -hmm. I can cry all day oh they didn't invest in our company as much as they did in the male ones because yeah. we are like a female-led company no like uh, it, there's no point of crying over mm -hmm. that like uh, my my medicine is to work hard to get there and ignore most of these things yes. and I know I will be able to make difference when I have more power in my hands mm -hmm. right now I'm just a part of the system yeah yeah I love that yeah put your blinders on and focus on the goal yeah <laughs> yeah I love that because I think <laughs> spot on especially in the last year that we have had we could cry <laughs> all day long about everything <laughs> <happening>. <laughs> um well in terms of running a company and also trying to maintain your wellness you know your physical fitness your mental health do you have any tips for how you balance everything how you get it all done all the things yeah um, my biggest tip is always vivu's motto like listen to your body's voice mm -hmm. always 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 like what does it want and it can be applied to everything like mm -hmm. when you're eating a meal like is is this like how, how, how does your body feel how does your stomach feel how does your brain feel how does your yeah. body feel right when you're in the gym or when you're working out like 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 feel your legs feel your arms not just do for doing stuff like robots yeah uh, always like give it give an ear to your body and you speak in my language right there that's what i tell everyone <laughs> so being more con like conscious about it but also like literally like li really like if you need to just sit down and meditate for 10 minutes every day to ask mm -hmm. like 
how is how are you what do you need what do you want me to do for you because mm-hmm. this is basically our biggest capital in the world when we think about like our brain our mental power and our body other than yeah. everything else is like can come and go and yeah, yeah. like we're, we have to protect this also exercise like it's I think before quarantine I was always like person who skips more than going to mm-hmm. the gym but with quarantine I didn't have any excuses left and mm-hmm. boy like it transports my life like I feel yes. much 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 better and I, I'm doing stuff I couldn't even imagine I would do like a year ago two years ago yes. like doing the handstand doing the like I don't know like being able to carry my whole body with my arms it's, yeah. just, it's just something so gives you a lot of courage in everyday yeah. life in every space of the life yeah Yes, I love that. I tell people that all the time. Like, it's not just about the workout. It's so empowering to be like, oh my gosh, look at these weights I'm picking up. I never thought I could like be throwing these kind of weights around and (laughs) being able to push through the tough stuff. And then once you're out in, you know, the quote unquote real world, when you face a challenge, you know, yeah, yeah, I faced challenges before. I know that mental toughness, I just have to get in that space. So I love that. Um, besides exercise, do you have kind of like a self-care, mental health routine, any of your favorite practices, anything like that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, reading reading a book. Yes. <laughs> Funny, but like, oh, I, I read two types of book, I, books, I think. My two passions is I read sci-fi, mm-hmm. uh, like dystopians. Uh, like uh, old classics and everything and the second thing is marketing books I really Mm -hmm. love marketing (laughs) I don't know why it excites me telling stuff so yeah reading book is a mental um like I would say relaxation for me uh yoga uh Mm. or uh a type of like um exercise that is more like I don't know how can I express this maybe like dancing listening music yoga even sometimes playing tennis with my fiance is like mm. it's, it gives me that relaxation yeah um other than that I, I I I'll be honest I tried to meditate but in the last few months I I, I skipped that a lot <laughs> so I'll try to go back I'm trying to go back that. <laughs> so that was good when I was doing it but now yeah oh, also like a good night of sleep I think is the best mm. mental helper like yeah. when you have the full eight hours uh, in the proper hours it's like you don't need anything else like that's yeah. good sleep exercise eat well you will feel like bomb but right yeah like there's <laughs> no real secret yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah 100% it's just hard to get there all the time um yeah and then if you know you have you know you have a really important day or a busy day packed with meetings or even if you have just an everyday morning routine what does that look like what do you want to make sure that you do in the morning um if it's like a office day I will say like mostly meetings I mean like now online meetings yeah I try to go gym before uh, Mm. my day starts that Mm -hmm. gives me this huge like energy exposure um uh on those days I eat only like for example a banana before Mm -hmm. the gym and after the gym and sometimes during the Zoom, they give me coffee in the Zoom. <laughs> yes. uh, some coffee. Then go do my more uh, early morning meetings around 9.30, etc. Mm-hmm. Then I, after I finish them, then I have a breakfast. Mm-hmm. I always have a breakfast. Sometimes yep. I merge it with lunch because yeah. of like laziness, not having enough time. But my <laughs> breakfast lunch looks like a 
eggs, tomatoes, cucumbers, avocados, cheese, like something super yeah. rich, <laughs> yeah. uh, Mediterranean style. I'm originally Turkish, so we do like these huge breakfasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, after that, I, I have more coffee if it's a bis- work day. If it's not a work day, I wouldn't have more coffee. But mm-hmm. in the work days, I really need a lot of coffee. We need it. And <laughs> then then work, 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 work. Dinner, work, 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 work. Read some yeah. book. That, that, like, cause, because of the online world, I'm always like online. That's the bad thing, I guess, about my life. Like I'm always looking at my emails, looking at sales, looking at team members. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I think so many of us are definitely stuck in that, especially people that are working from home still um, since the pandemic, it's like there is no boundary or barrier of like the day kind of just blends of like the work day into the evening. Um, But I can only imagine when you have so much skin in the game, it's your baby, it's your business. How, yeah, how do you turn it off? (laughs) Yeah, you can't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I guess, Lastly, you said you love to read, but do you have any books, podcasts, documentaries, videos, any resources that you're loving or maybe have just really stuck with you or helped you along your way that you would recommend? Yeah, sure. Um, in terms of books, I guess, in, in I'll give one example from, from both spaces. Yeah. From marketing, I really like Conta- Contagious. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's telling how ideas become viral and spread. Uh, like, as I like the name, not the con- Contagious, like, <laughs> but too soon, too how, soon. How to create viral ideas, how, uh, how to create word of mouth around your products, mm-hmm. I guess. Cool. That's a summary. I'll have to or, check that out. Very interesting sci-fi or fantasy i will recommend anything from ursula Le Guin. okay uh, she's she's an amazing amazing woman who wrote maybe like more than 20 books uh, but wow. uh, i should check the name because sorry i know the names in turkish <laughs> it's okay because <laughs> I, I read them in turkish but um can always yeah, send like, me just, it later yes of course check the ursula yeah. Le Guin, uh, for documentaries i love everything about like shows that american healthcare is broken like sicko yeah like they're just so fun to watch i don't know yes why. they're so mean but they're super fun to watch and but it's like so educated. important yeah yes. it's important to know that like it's not us <laughs> it's like a horror movie but it's really really important yeah like oh my god i've been eating that like you become so aware of all the all the things that advertisements make you eat they're right. not that because you want it just because you saw that juicy picture yes. you wanted it and you you create this addiction to it like it's, yeah. it's so silly it gives right. an awareness yeah yeah i mean it's kind of like you were t- talking about with like the marketing you know yeah it's yeah. it's that whole thing um and then lastly hype yourself up where can they find you where can they find vivu all the things of course so um you can find me i'm not a super social media person myself uh, right. so you can find me through vivo app uh, mm-hmm. if you just write like hey i want to talk to the ceo I, wanna, I have a question just dm us through mm-hmm. instagram or hello at vivo.io also we can give your audience a discount code because we talked about it a lot yes <laughs> yes uh we can give a 30 percent uh a brayback brayback oh, sorry did i pronounce it right yeah brayback, brayback. mm-hmm Brayback 30 uh, for your audience, 30% discount on all the products. 
products. Awesome. Thanks. So it's already so cheap. Seven starts from $7.99 a month. It will be like five something a month. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's got to check it out. I love that. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much. I think that everything that you're doing is amazing. I love everything that you're about and I hope that we can stay in touch. Of course. Thank you for listening to the Build with Brayback podcast. Stay connected on Instagram at Build with Brayback and our website, www.buildwithbrayback.com. Show a little love by rating and reviewing, sharing with your friends, and of course, subscribing so you don't ever miss an episode. Until next week, keep on building.